0: Welcome, everybody, to the GBO Podcast, where we're talking Gamecock basketball only, brought to you by Modern Exterminating. We know what bugs you. As always, I'm Sumter. And I'm Bryce. Bryce, how we doing this week? Doing pretty, pretty, pretty good, Sumter. That was was a little obnoxious, but yeah, doing good, man. Winning. Winning.
1: Nothing Larry David does is obnoxious. (laughs) Everything Larry David does is obnoxious. My wife might say that. (laughs) Sumter, Um, something unexpected happened this week. The men and women went 4-0. 4-0. 50% of that was expected. There were no doubts on the, the two of the wins, <laughs> yeah. on the women's <laughs> side. But I will say this. I think we need to start out, or if our schedule, SEC schedule can just be Georgia and Vandy at home, we're in business.
0: Just, just join a basketball conference of South Carolina, Georgia, and Vandy? I think we'll do fine. Yeah, Jerry, hey, Jerry Stackhouse, Frank Martin, and Tom Crane but I'll just say this: playing each other it, all the time.
1: It took us playing those really bad teams, maybe just to wake this team up.
0: Yeah, and it it also took maybe borderline losing to those really bad teams to wake this team so, up.
1: So you know, our last podcast we were ending with you know the Georgia game where we were down at half and yeah. ha- had to go on a run, you know, down multiple, you know, multiple down ten points, yeah, a couple times, came back to beat Georgia. But that was last week's pod. We go into Vandy Wednesday night, and I'm going to admit I was scared. I thought we were losing. We were down 11 at one point. I, I did in not the see Second, ha- second I, half, and I go, and it was around the 12 I minute did, mark. Can I, I just go, it, I did not uh-oh. think we
0: had it in us? And then guess what happened? It's a new thing on this pod. Second half, Stevenson happened.
1: Well, we'll get into that. So. Carolina wins 70-61 to over Vandy, but we're going to break it down here. So, we start out against Vandy, and what do you think happens? We get behind. And that's kind of a status quo? Yeah, sure. (laughs) That's what this team's becoming. We are not a first-half team?
0: Apparently, apparently, like... The women have been doing a lot better about this. We can, let's but, don't compare the men no, the, no, no, I'm not that's, the That's the I'm, worst I'm, compare I'm, ever. I'm, I'm not comparing.
1: The, let's see. don't ever do that. <laughs> but just, but Whatever just, small 10% we credibility would, we yeah, have, we would lose
0: that. We, we, we would lose. But we were talking about the women be, being really good at coming out in the second half of the third quarter and being awesome. Um, it's like the men are trying to do this, too. You know, just like maybe Dawn came in and gave Frank a few pointers. Is Dawn doing the halftime speech? Ooh. Ooh.
1: We need to do a little deep investigative reporting. I I don't know. I doubt she was in college station on Sunday. I mean, we have a I bet you she has a plane. I doubt she was in college station. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) All right, so Carolina comes out, we get down, Scottie Pippen Jr. kind of does what Scotty Pippen does. You know playing Vandy, he's the guy. He's the only one that really is their dominant player. What's that's his NBA him. draft uh, He's status. projected first round. He is? Depending okay. who you talk to earlier to later, but he's projected first round. So arguably, he's the he, he's the best NBA prospect on the court in
0: this game from and, both
1: sides. And I don't think it's even close. Yeah. And I don't think that
0: is a bold stance. I don't think that's a hot take. <laughs> I don't think anybody on this Carolina basketball team is getting drafted. So Vandy game. We in get, the first round, at least. They kind of
1: control us. You know, they kind of control in the first half. We cut it to, you know, four at the half, 30-26. But as you know, for us to win, Reese Stevenson and Levesque and maybe even Kuzenard now that he's starting to play more, you need at least a a variety of them and Bryant in the, you know, having 10-plus points for us to even have a chance. Um, Reese, I think he, I mean, I think this is fair to say, he is the most consistent player on this team right now. Home and away, would you agree, Reese? Offense, defense.
0: Right now, yes. Um, he's the best defender. He, I don't think there's a question there. At least in these three wins, he's been the best player on this team, consistently he, he was, scoring points and making buckets when needed. Against Arkansas, he was he he missed a lot of shots. Like like there's a couple of games where he's like two for ten or something from the floor. But uh, but recently, the past couple of weeks. Uh, He is the most consistent player on this team. And you know who
1: my, you know, I guess my early take before the SEC season, I talked about Devin Carter. Yeah. Outside of that, you know, little game against Arkansas, he was nowhere to be found this week. Yeah. What do you think that was? I think it's just him being a freshman. I know. I just want him to be better all the time. Is that fine?
0: But, but (laughs) right, right. Like, like I want us to win every game.
1: But Arkansas, he came out like ready to play balls to the wall. Yeah. And now it's. Yeah. He, i will want to say he was scared, but he just got kind of pushed around against Vandy. Yeah, it's,
0: it's it's gonna depend on matchups. It's gonna depend on how the team plays him. You, you know, like how it like like Arkansas. He, he has this great game. Okay, so then Vandy's like, okay, hey, this Devin Carter kid. If we don't watch it, he could explode. Maybe they hit him with a couple of doubles. You know, like it's getting used to playing in the, playing SEC basketball. It's a lot different than high school. And I will say in this game, and it's a lot different than you know the non conference as well. You know, like. And so um, I think it's just that he's a freshman and we're going to have great Devin Carter games. We're going to have bad Devin Carter games. We cannot rely on Devin Carter to be the team. When Devin Carter's hot and rolling, we need to ride him. And when he's not, we need our players like Stevenson, like Kuznard, like Reese to be like, okay, hey, kid, it's cool. We got this.
1: And then Keyshawn Bryant, he's turning into a little bit of Silva foul trouble. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. at last I mean he, he gets a couple fouls early and when you know when you get two fouls in the first you out for a while till half.
0: Fortunately, and I don't want this to be taken the wrong way, he's not nearly as critical as Silva was. Where like Fair. like like
1: just comparing in the foul. Keyshawn realm.
0: Keyshawn getting into foul trouble though, like Keyshawn fouling out, we have options. Whereas right. like those years with Silva fouling out, just the team was done. Right, like once once he was fouling out, if they were big, if. If they were big and Silva was in foul trouble, it was over. We were out, you know.
1: So in the second half against Vandy, we're down around 11, 12 in that range, around the 12-minute mark, and then all of a sudden this team says, you know what, we probably shouldn't lose to Vandy. That's right. I don't know how else to say it. They just all of a sudden started playing better. I don't think it was a Frank pep talk. And you know what I mean by a Frank pep talk. Him screaming at you until you cry. Right. That is a Frank pep talk. Have you ever seen one of the players cry? No, but I've seen them occasionally go bug-eyed yeah. and go, oh, oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't like getting yelled at like that. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, team looked great. Team goes on a run similar to the Georgia. Well, it wasn't similar to the Georgia game. No. The run in the Georgia game was just. That was like a
1: 24-0 run that we'll
0: probably never see again <laughs> yeah. this season. It was like, hey, y'all, we're going to lose to Georgia. Hey, y'all, we just killed Georgia, like, all in the span of five minutes. But, you know, But just- you're
1: seeing in these games down the stretch, it's Reese, it's Cousinard, Stevenson. Yeah. When three players show up together, yeah. that's what it takes to win a game.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Just playing well is what it takes to win a game. You need your team to play well. and uh, You
1: can let another team have that one dominant player, but if no one else on their team is doing yeah. anything, you if, can control them. Because Vandy could not score down the yeah. stretch. And,
0: and the other thing is we don't have a truly dominant player. Like, like there's offensively, no, no, not dominant. We we, we do not like Devin Downey dominant. What you call we don't we don't have that. That's not on this team. In unless Stevenson just goes out of his mind, he'll have
1: occasional game like that. But then you'll have a game where he scores zero. But but
0: just like, but but we don't have a guy that we can just consistently ride to just be like, okay, every time down you're getting us a bucket, Uh, and so we've got to have three or four guys play well. Uh, We've been kind of talking about. Eric Stevenson this all year where he's a little Jacqueline Hyde, where he'll have a terrible, he'll go two for 25 in a three game stretch. And then he'll turn that around and be 50% from three in a, in, in the next game or two. Um, he's turning into second half Stevenson. Just it, it's, it's a
1: tale of two halves with him the last three games. And just to bring this up, because we'll talk about it in both of the games, but free throws for this game of Andy, nine of 21. Oh, <laughs> And, again, we're last in the SEC in free throws. But, oh, again, this game could have been a kind of a blowout how dominant we were against Fandy at the end of the second half. I, I didn't but even but look at that. But we could this. not make a free throw to save I mean, our
0: lives. I mean, it was bad. It was bad. But I, that's, didn't, I did not look at the box. That doesn't surprise bodies. you, though, right? I'm not surprised at all. Around
1: a 50% free throw percentage. I think for the team for the year, we're around 52%. Yeah.
0: And we got a guy that's shooting almost 100%.
1: No, yeah. Stevenson is, I think
0: he's missed one. Yeah. He missed his first one in what the Georgia game or was it the Georgia Arkansas? game? He missed yeah. one. Yeah.
1: And now he's he hasn't missed
0: since. Yeah. He's like, he's, he's having like a
1: 37 Brent- for
0: 38 or something. He's
1: having a Brenton Williams year. Yeah. But anyway, we beat Vandy. We, cause that would have caused a little bit of Frank excitement if we lose to Vandy. So we get the win two wins in a row. And then all of a sudden we go into Texas A&M, which we said last pod, we probably didn't have a good chance to win.
0: But it's a must We also said it was a must win if we want to make the But the NCAA only tournament.
1: thing I had a little bit of confidence on, if there was any, is Frank Martin kind of owns Buzz, Buzz Williams. He's beaten him before this game four in a row. So we had at least a little bit of a past history to where we could win there. But yeah. they were having a good year. They lost three in a row going into it, but against two ranked teams in Arkansas, as we saw, is pretty good. So we're going into Texas A&M and – I don't know how to explain it. We pl- we I don't I we, we didn't come out great, you know, in the beginning of the first half, but we never got down more than six. We kinda just kinda hung around. That's how I would describe the first half of AM. What are your thoughts on that first half?
0: Yeah. We we, we hung around. I think we were what, up four at half at, at at the half. We were up four at half, but yeah. But even when
1: A M was up majority of that first half. It didn't feel great. But, but we felt did,
0: felt like a game it felt if it we if felt, we don't get
1: down by more than ten, you still feel fine. What
0: what they did, what we did in the second half, it felt like they were going to come out and do to us, like like if it, it just felt we're, like I felt good about it. I, I did not. I was not. Com- I was not confident that we were going to win the game with the four point lead. But obviously, I was happy with the four point lead. That was that was already exceeding my expectations for. For what I thought the team was going to do in the game, I thought we were going to, I thought we were going to come out. They were going to get, they were going to go into half up six, eight points, and we were just going to end up losing by ten to twelve. You you know, and, and just never and never really be in it.
1: Well, Eric Stevenson looked like really bad Stevenson in that first yeah. half. Yeah. And I was like, this is it turning into a pattern. You hope it's not an SEC road situation where he yeah. was the fans got students got to him in Arkansas. Yeah. Couldn't do anything, and it kind of looked just like. Miss shot brick, brick, brick in the first half. And then second season. half. So, well, so we are down four at the half, which I was in a decent mood. Yeah. Because we're down four. I mean, go, if we can just come out. But as you know. I thought we were up four. No.
0: We were down four? We were
1: down 31 27. I'm sorry.
0: I, I just totally botched that. It's okay. Yeah. No one's perfect. Uh, th- thanks, man. <laughs> I was not thrilled. Yeah.
1: C- carry on. Continue. So we're down four. And usually you can kind of get the tone of a game with South Carolina in the first few minutes of the second half. Yeah. Are we going to have a pulse or is it going to turn out into a blowout party like Coastal or Arkansas? Yeah. Well, we kind of hung around, hung around, hung around. And I believe it was 34-37 around the 12-minute mark. And guess what happened? I got a little excited. Guess what happened?
0: we went on a run. Eric
1: Stevenson made a 3. That's right. Tied at 37-37 and guess what happened after that? What happened, Bryce? We made five more three-pointers in a row. <laughs> this six th- three-pointers in a I row in I mean, that run and literally they couldn't they scored a little bit but when you make six three-pointers in a row we yeah. go from Thirty-four points to fifty-two. You're feeling pretty good if you made six threes yes. in a row. And, that and is it's what, Stevenson, it's Reese, it's Cousinard. And
0: that is what Frank told us this team would be. That like at the start of the season, I thought Frank, he says that every year about the best you know shooting team he's ever had. Because well, that's I mean, that's a consistent. I mean it's 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 possible it's been better each year. Oh, <laughs> he man. hasn't had it, it, he hasn't had the best shooting teams that that often. But Frank really was talking up the shooting ability of this team, and we were getting excited about it. And we can make threes, like we can shoot ourselves back into games. We have to have the shooters on the court, and the sh- and the shots have to start going in at some point. But we are able to shoot ourselves back into games, and that's what we did in the second half. And I guess from that twelve minute mark to eight minute mark, we kind of took
1: over, and we kind of just held it around that seven to nine to ten point range, and yeah. we held on and get the win. Yeah. And I want to say this: Keyshawn Bryant got in foul trouble again, but at least. Had a pulse in the second half. He finished with 12 and 7, which is a pretty good stat line for Keyshawn. That's kind of what we expected if we could just have 12 and 7. Would you sign up for that for Keyshawn the rest of the year?
0: 12 and 7 from Keyshawn every game for the rest of the year. I'd I'd be fine with that.
1: Stevenson 13 and 6. Stevenson terrible in the first half. Second half looked confident, but you know, when you make a few threes, you look pretty confident. Yeah. And then you have Reese, who was just consistent all game, made his free throws 20 points. Again, I guess if we ever picked a player of the week, it was Reese.
0: James Reese, yes,
1: yes. I mean, he, he was great this week. And I and I, I wanted to say, you know, A&M was a physical, not that tall, but just a physical team that played great defense, just in your face, could barely pass the ball in the first half. Yes. Second half, got got a little better. But they struggled down the stretch. They could not make shots. And for one of the few times this year, we made shot after shot. And then the free throws overall, we were 15 of 22, which is 68%, which is pretty good. That's probably an average team. That's probably our best. But, but, but down the stretch, and they started fouling us under two minutes.
0: Oh, they, they fouled us with a minute 40, and I'm sitting there. But that's there. a strategy. Think yeah. about that oh, yeah. strategy, oh, yeah. though. I if you're last like, in
1: the SEC, that's a strategy. I was
0: just like, why? We, we, we were up by like five or six, right. and, they, and they fouled us with like a minute 40 left. We
1: didn't have to worry about missing buckets down the stretch. Yeah, they and, just fouled uh, us. And
0: right? and uh, we did have to worry about making the free throws, and we made them. Um, it, totally an acceptable strategy there. And uh, I don't see why other teams. But don't for do some it reason,
1: I mean, our guards are a little bit better than the rest of the team. But hey, we yeah. made free throws down the stretch, and <laughs> we didn't actually sweat it down the stretch like I usually do on any SEC road game. I was prepared
0: to sweat it, and it was we were. They cut it to like six points, and then we made some free throws, made it eight. And then I think they missed a shot. We made some more free throws, made it ten. They made a shot. We made some free throws. Like like it just slowly stayed. It never, got, it never got below six.
1: But I do want to call out Jermaine Cousinard. He was so consistent. He drove. He made buckets. He made a few threes in a row in that 6-3 run from yes. 37 to 52. Yes. I'm telling you, he is starting to come on. Maybe he's connected. You know, Frank benched him for a maybe, few games. Maybe mentally. All of a sudden, he's mentally connected. I'm telling you, he is firing on all cylinders. And you kind of can tell. I'm not going to say he cares more, but he looks more involved and locked in.
0: Yeah. And maybe he's finally healthy. Maybe, you you know, like he, he, he was banged up for, for the the whole year, but he needs to be the best player on this team. If we want to have any chance of going to the NCAA tournament, we need Jermaine Cousinard to keep playing like this and maybe even take it up a notch to where he's, to where he's putting these, these second halves that he's had to where he's putting them in first half, second half, all game.
1: And I do want to call out one more player. I know I'm calling out all the players. I, I, I don't I put a lot of dis, you know a lot of hate on this guy, but he didn't make me mad this game. It was probably the first SEC game he didn't make me mad. But Brandon Martin,
0: <laughs> Bryce he scored, is giving Brandon Martin a, hey, a compliment he scored here on four the pod points note. and he no.
1: he didn't that I don't recall him getting lost, have dumb turnovers. He didn't tick me off. So shout out to Brandon Martin for the first game he didn't make me mad in SEC play. One other, before
0: we get away but from this game, did Carolina I mean, wins. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, hang on okay. Before we get away from this game, if we're giving players shout outs on this game, uh, there is one player that we haven't talked about who, in this second half, the stat line might not reflect it, but he was absolutely fantastic defensively, and that is Wildrens Levesque. Down the stretch in the second half was great, and he drew a charge. when, when He
1: looked like the guy was going to try to dunk from. Ten feet away, he, he made the guy look
0: look like Keyshawn Bryant missing right. a bad dunk. Like that's right. what I thought. I was like, "Wait, are we wearing the white beauties right now?" Like, like, right. Did Keyshawn's. It looked like jerseys? he got knocked out. Yeah, like I thought. Knee well, to the face. It, it, that has to be the toughest charge to take. If the guy dunks it, you just look like an idiot. You, you, you know, like,
1: and he has only a four point five rebound, not a crazy stat line, but just yeah, there defensively. He was
0: there defensively. It's like you were saying, AM was big. A and M was physical. And, um, the stat line doesn't reflect it, but I've been really pleased with Wildren's Levesque this entire season. And he was a part of that second half run.
1: Also, I think later in the year, I think we need to start playing a game called roster roulette with Frank. Yeah. Because every game you think you can predict minutes on people. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> roster roulette be looking on looking out for that later in the year but anyway the Gamecocks win surprisingly on the road 74 yeah. 63
0: fantastic and so this gets us back to four and four in the sec who
1: would have thought after starting oh. one and
0: four well, starting one and four we got a three. not me i did not think we would you know get that back to paul four rudd four. you know that yeah. meme look at us look at us You think not, not me, me. not <laughs> uh so uh so so that puts us at Thirteen and seven, four and four in conference. All right, and so to get to make the NCAA, what the bare minimum that this team has to do to make the NCAA is go ten and eight in the SEC, and we need to be around the fifty to sixty in the net and the Kim right. Palm. Now, now, so this win popped us up. I think about from one yeah, ten to ninety five. Yeah, ten to ten to fifteen points in each one. Right, and so they're pretty much in line, um, and so. Um, I mean, if we beat Mississippi State, I think we'll get another 10 points. Well, hey, let's
1: don't jump part but, but before the horse, but, but yes. But but,
0: but but just each game... It would be like a quad two it, win, I believe. It's a, it's a resume that we're building here. Right, and, and that so, was a quad so one win right, at a Right, and so we cannot look at these games in vacuums and just look at this game from a standpoint of oh look Frank can win on the road you know like like uh um, well that's the Frank Martin experience that's right but uh that's the Frank that's the South Carolina basketball fan experience with Frank Martin the roller coaster but, but so we need to look at this from a standpoint of what this means all right we're 4 and 4 in SEC play that means we're on pace to go 9 and 9 in SEC play and
1: to go with your your sheet that you had with what you yeah. know that wins that we're going to wins bubble in our, you know yeah. What if games, and then you had the definite losses. Yeah. Where are we in that? Because I know we were behind when we lost to well, Florida at home. Right. So
0: so losing to Florida got us off of the 10 and 8 train. Right. Okay. All right. This kind of gets that back. All right. So, 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 so this makes up for the floor. So, so here's where we are. Okay. We got 10 games left. That's right. Okay. We got 10 games left. We need to win. Here are four games that we just have to win. Can I guess them? Sure. We
1: have at Georgia. Yes. We have Missouri at home. Yes. We have Ole Miss at home.
0: Yes. No, at Ole Miss. At Ole Miss. Yes, but that's one of the games,
1: and then I'm missing one. Mississippi State at home. Mississippi State at home. Yeah. Okay, so those are the four that you cannot lose if you want to make the tournament. Okay, so
0: those are the four that we to get to ten and eight in the in SEC play. I think we've got to win those four games, and then we've got to win two of these at Mississippi State coming up this Tuesday. That's right. And what's the other? Uh Tennessee at home, Kentucky at
1: home, LSU at home. Out of those, it might be Tennessee that would be on just looking at paper from what we have a small chance again when you're at home. Yeah. LSU and Kentucky, they're just big and physical. Yeah, but but just uh You got to have
0: to um, we're going to
1: have to go 2 and 0 this week it sounds like coming yeah. up.
0: Like like this is a very this at
1: Mississippi State Tuesday at home. On Saturday against Tennessee, the,
0: these are the we've got we've got three of the question mark games right here in a row, I believe, because we followed Tennessee up with Kentucky at home, right? Right. Yeah, and Ooh. so uh, and so we've got three of the question mark games here, and we really need to take two of them because because if we can't win these games, if we can't win at Mississippi State. Tennessee at home, You're Kentucky gonna have at, to home, upsets, at home, LSU at home. got are going to have a we've, lot of upsets. We've got to win. We've lost at Tennessee already. Right. The only other games on this list to do is winning at Auburn or at Alabama. And not. I'm not going to say Auburn,
1: it's 100% not happening, but Auburn's number one.
0: Auburn's, Auburn's number one in the nation. We've seen them again, and they killed us. They're going to kill us again. They might take our soul away. Yeah. Now, if... If we get to, we love living in what if, if land. We, if, if we get to ten and seven, at Auburn's the last game of the season. Oh, what a fun win that would be! You, oh, you know, oh, that would man. be a lock it in. That, that would yeah, that would that'd be a lock it in that, game. That would that could lock it in. But see, here's the problem: we can't lock that in. We have to be at ten and seven. You know, or or nine and eight in order to lock, in order to have that win lock us in. We have to get there. We have to win at Mississippi State, Tennessee. But as you know, L-O-T. Sumter,
1: the tone of these shows, you can tell you know, it's a little bit more spirited this week. But we can have an zero and two week, and all of a sudden we're back down and grounded. It's just you and I get excited when we win yeah. games. We didn't expect to go two and zero this week. Yeah.
0: and and so this this was a fun week. But I strongly urge Carolina basketball fans to not look at this in a vacuum. To not look at this. And be like, look, we're winning it. Look, Frank's great. And and uh, I don't because, think
1: anyone's saying Frank's great. Oh,
0: I think people, I saw
1: a Gamecock I, Twitter, game- people were like this. Oh, it doesn't sound like people are hating on Frank this
0: week. It's not because he won basketball games. He's paid $3 you, million dollars a year you, to do so. You ready for a hot take? Ooh, hot take. Hot take. If Frank Martin doesn't lose another basketball game for the 2020. One twenty-two college basketball season, University of South Carolina will win the national championship. Wow. If he doesn't lose again, hot take. Wow. I believe that, I believe that will happen. Correct. Heck Frank Martin can probably lose uh 10 more basketball games and then lose, win the rest of his basketball games and win the national title. And so like, like uh, winning, it's building the resume that is so important. And so going on the road and winning at A&M. Yes. Saturday was awesome. But we've got to take care of business by beating a beatable Florida team at home. Right. By cashing in on that second half that we had against Arkansas, where we well, let Arkansas. first, ha- yeah, well, the but, first but, but, half, yeah. The first half we were doing it when we, the second half led Yeah, it, But led by, it go. by cashing in on the first half we had against right. Arkansas in, in the second half, instead of just giving up, you know, and, and uh, by not playing our best players, you know, like. Well, there's only one person in control of that. Right. And and so and that person is Frank Martin. And so I still think we need to talk about it. So uh so So, so that
1: kind of leads into last week we had an email come in on the gamecock basketball only at Gmail. Yeah. Send your questions there anytime you have questions or thoughts or want to complain about us. We love complaints. Mm-hmm. And then we have or you can send us DMs on Twitter. Yeah. We had another question. GBO underscore pod. Yeah. But it, we had another question come in this week that was similar to last week, which is if Frank Martin is not retained Going into next year, what are the three candidates that we think could be a replacement or are ones that we can get?
0: Right. So getting into this, I want to make sure everybody knows where where we are coming from on this pod. Uh, if Frank Martin does pull something off, if we win on the road against Mississippi State, come home and beat Tennessee at home, and make the NCAA tournament. He might be looking to try. to... If he, he makes the tournament, he can he, keep his job. Yeah, and that's the tone we've job. had all yes. yeah, yeah, year, yeah, yeah, keep, keep his job. But, but the and the reason we've had this tone, this is Frank Martin's tenth season in Power Five basketball. There are nineteen coaches that are in their tenth season or have been coaching at their Power Five school for longer Ooh, than ten years. Okay, there are nineteen coaches. All right, okay, all right. Frank Martin and eighteen other guys. Um. Frank Martin and and I've even c- cut him a couple of favors in the so this is year ten. Obviously, we haven't we don't have a result of the year. 10. We, we don't have a result of year ten, and uh, we don't have we didn't have an NCAA tournament in the COVID year. Right, so I'm but we weren't this, making it in that. And year. so and so subtracting those two these two seasons out. Okay, right. So Frank, eight Frank, seasons of results. Eight seasons of result. Frank Frank Martin made the tournament one time. That's right. Great he, year. He, he is on pace to make the tournament one time every eight years is okay. what he is cashing in. Which right? is
1: below the standard
0: you would think at of, Carolina. Of every other coach that has been at their program for, 10 for years. as long as Frank or longer, the next lowest number is about every three years, a little over making the tournament every three years, and that's Brad Brownell at Clemson. And we would take that. All right. Making
1: the tournament once every three years. Once that would be years. an he, ideal. He, he,
0: he's situation. making it every 3.33 seasons. So he's he's really making it on a better clip than every four. Not as great a clip of, of every three. Every other coach is making the tournament every three seasons at a better rate than, than once every three seasons. Wow. Frank Martin is performing, is making the tournament significantly less than every other coach and in he his, still has a job in, in, in and his tenure, he's making 3 million plus a year. He he's just and 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 now now granted, granted, you could argue that Frank Martin has been more successful at South Carolina than Brad Brownell at Clemson because he's made the final four. Right. When we get into our top 3, I don't think we're going to have Brad Brownell on the list. No, no, but but just this. But his is, results would be something we would love to be in the ballpark of. Uh, we, we 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 want a coach to make the tournament to get us in the in the tournament every three years or so. That's what we need. And just we're never going to have a season like Frank's 2017 season never. ever again nope. with Frank, unless we start making, unless he starts building better basketball teams by making by making the tournament more and more consistently. Can Thornwell join the team? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. I think his eligibility is up. Okay. Um, but uh, but so anyway, so just wanted to put that out there. That's let's interesting in, facts. Let, let's get into this. If we don't make the NCAA tournament this season, I think we need to move on from Frank. We're gonna do a quick little top three here. Of- so I
1: have a top three that are
0: gonna be s- some conversation starters. Okay. All right. We'll go ahead and get us started. Get the conversation going. Number I, one. My
1: no. Well, my number three coach counting down to number one. Okay. My number 3 is going to shock some people. But this is I'm I'm putting this into where these are realistic coaches that we could get, which means if we would offer them, they would take the job. Okay. And I think it's at least a decent fit, not guaranteeing yeah. success with any of like, these. Like
0: obviously we'd love to have Calipari, but, right, but, but we can't get Calipari him. Calipari ain't walking through this door. Rick Barnes would be fantastic.
1: Oh, Rick Barnes would be on the list of we can't get him, but It'd be pretty great if we yeah. could.
0: and and so these are and so these are people that we think we could get. Okay, number three, wild card. At least card. have at least have a chance of getting
1: wild card. Mm-hmm. Only been an assistant at the D one level okay. or a Power Five conference for one year. Okay, let's bring BJ Mackey home. Huh? Oh my goodness, assistant oh, at Wake Forest. Goodness, you've
0: already started. Think
1: about that. Uh, I'm thinking our, about it. Our sponsor, Glenn. That might rile him up. a Yeah. Little bit. Well,
0: well, Glenn, I got you back on this one. What, are, I, I what think, are
1: your thoughts on that? It's a it's a screw
0: it. Nothing else is working higher. Why not us? I, it's higher. a terrible idea. You hurt my feelings. It's a terrible idea. We should not bring in BJ That's J. why Mackey. he's my number 3. We shouldn't bring in BJ Mackey. We should not we should not bring in a guy solely because he was a basketball star, and he wrote. Him.
1: And this is your principle. You've told me a lot that yeah. you don't bring back your heroes
0: because it's you only going to end.
1: Them. It's only going to end badly.
0: Kind of no, like no, it, no, it doesn't necessarily. Well, end badly. Not, Roy Williams, Roy Williams at, at North Carolina, did not end. But badly. there's a higher chance that it does end badly. Yes,
1: and then it could turn into a Ray Tanner situation. Yes,
0: and, and Ray Tanner is the perfect example of this. Is that? Um, oh, and just
1: to be clear, I don't want Ray Tanner making any of these hires. <laughs>
0: but but so Ray hopefully T- he retires. But Ray Tanner is the perfect example of this. We hired Ray Tanner to be the AD. We now cannot fire Ray Tanner because he is the greatest baseball coach that this university has ever had. And firing him will alter our relationship with him. And, so we, and right now it's a great relationship. We either need to get Ray Tanner to retire if we want to move on from him, or we have to change the relationship that we have with Ray Tanner. If BJ comes in here and fails, it would be impossible to fire him. It would be so hard to fire him. All right, and if BJ is your number three, I'm terrified of who your number two is because I believe that the same principle is going to apply. Go ahead and say it, Mike Boynton. It, same thing. He's
1: realistic. We he could we could get him. We could get him. He's a Gamecock alum. He showed a little promise. He's only made the tournament once. He showed a, define a little promise. He made a tournament in his first couple years in the school. Okay. At Oklahoma
0: State. Yeah. What's he doing this year? What's he's his record? A, he's average, <laughs> defined average. Hey, I'm just telling you. I'm just, I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. Does he currently have a better or worse record than Frank Martin's South Carolina Gamecocks have? Currently, he has a worse. Currently, he has a worse. But it'd be fresh blood. Sure, I'm not against. Like, I, I first of all, let's take your number three and your number two guys here. Um, we absolutely shouldn't hire BJ. Okay. However, just how, brought up as a yeah, topic yeah, starter. So, so uh, we shouldn't hire BJ if it's between BJ and Mike. I want to hire Mike Point because he's got a little bit of right. experience. Of uh, if you are a younger Gamecock listener out there on the pod, Mike Poinkin, point guard for the Gamecocks. Uh, when was he? Two thousand
1: three, two thousand one to four, I believe, but Something he made like that. the tournament his
0: last year. And so, and so he's a is he a Dave Odom point guard? He's a Dave Odom guy. Yes, and then assistant coach with Darren Horn and I think he bled one year into Frank.
1: So no, he went so he did yeah, one year at, under Frank and then he went to Furman, then he went to I believe um Oklahoma State. He was No, a, he was uh, at Stephen F Austin with Brad Underwood. He was the Brad head, co- he was the he head was coach.
0: A, he was the head coach and then he became the head coach at Stephen F Austin. Yeah, so
1: he followed followed Underwood to Oklahoma State and after one year Underwood went to Illinois and then the yeah. Eddie Fogler company of we'll find Man. you a coach said Mike Boynton was the best pick, which sure. kind of a Homer pick there at yeah. the time.
0: Yeah. But, but, uh, but so anyway, uh, Mike Boynton, um, he's been, I'd a- I want better coaches. Sumter. I just don't think they'd come here. He's, he's in his fourth year at Oklahoma state. He made the tournament in his second, I believe he then would not, he COVID then canceled his third. So
1: he made the NIT his first year, had a losing season the second, had an NIT year, the third year, but it was COVID. And then he made the tournament last year in 2020, 2021. And then last year, I mean, this year it's been a rough going at it. Yeah. So he's made one tournament in his fifth
0: year. So I do not think Mike Boynton moves the needle much. I do not think he gets us. I do not think he would you
1: take him right now over Frank? though? Sure.
0: I would take him over Frank, but I do not think Mike Boynton moves the needle a ton. I don't think I, I I would not be excited of him in him building a program that is better than Dave Odom or Eddie Fogler, you, you know, okay. or 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 even what I thought Frank's could have been in the middle of Frank's tenure here, you, you know, and and um and so. I do not see Mike getting into the building a program that makes the tournament every two, three years.
1: All right. We have the same number one pick. So I'm going to go and let's talk about your number three and number
0: two. Let's go ahead and get your number one out of the way. And then I'll, and then I'll do mine because you, you think we have the same number one, but we're going to be in agreement. Oh, well, okay. We'll, yeah, well, I want you to do your three you and two right. and we'll talk about I have, one. I have two guys that I like. All right. Who's your number three. All right. And so, and so I have two guys that I like. My number three is just going to be any type of, Big mid major leap that is safe, cheap, and fireable. If it's not, if it is, uh, if it's not a success, that that take a chance on. If it's not great, we can move on from it quick. Okay, so like so, a
1: four year deal
0: guy, like Bob Ritchie at Furman. Okay, okay, All right. which I
1: don't think I think a lot of people yeah. listening to this podcast would be fine with if, Bob if, Ritchie at Furman. Had,
0: if we had had a uh, if had, we had made
1: a, the tournament, but he's been a winning yeah. winning coach.
0: If we had had the pod, if we had had the pod last year. I was really high on Pat Kelsey. He hasn't had a great first season at College. He's of He's rebuilding at College of Charleston. So Pat Kelsey last year was really good. Was in the tournament with Winthrop and has been re- and had been really good at he Winthrop. He was the hot coach. Yeah, and 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 is rebuilding with College of Charleston. That's a kind of a weird move to have one bad season at College of Charleston and then move here. I wouldn't be against Pat Kelsey. Would you
1: leave Charleston to
0: come to Columbia? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I mean, just just like. Ooh, the, the, oh, the money, of course. I would leave the College of Charleston to come coach at the University of you South Carolina. You can still Carolina. drive to the beach. There would probably be people. You can still people, have a beach house th- down that's there. A, that's a question that has a lot of different layers Fair to enough. it. Fair enough. But uh, but I would rather coach at the University of South Carolina than at the College of Charleston. All baby. right, so Bob Ritchie, Furman coach, who's your number two? My number two is uh, the guy at Murray State, Matt McMahon, Is that how you say is his it name? McMahon, McMahon? Is Ma- it McMahon? Mag- Mag- <laughs> I probably need to learn how to pronounce it. Our buddy Mike will make fun of us yes. mispronouncing pronouncing names. Yes. But, but uh but the he's he's the head So he had a uh, he had the number 2 pick with Ja
1: Morant from yeah. South Carolina. So he, he made the... uh he And he, he took our boy Trey Hannibal, and we did a free yeah, agent deal yeah. with Chico and he, Trey. He,
0: he made the NCAA tournament two years in a row in 2017-2018. How many years has he been at uh, Murray State? Uh, He's been at Murray State for one, two, three, four, five, six... This is his seventh year at Murray State. Okay, how many times has he made the tournament? Twice, and he's 16-2 this season. So looking good for this year with Trey. Yeah. L- looking good this year. Uh, major Mid-major winner yeah has it, a little it, bit of a track record uh, for those out there who don't necessarily know the answer to this question i believe that murray state is in kentucky but uh I, it's one of those that i always have to look up yeah, yeah it's fair. in murray kentucky that's fair um it's in murray kentucky uh we've been burned by a by a mid-major kentucky head coach before but uh i really like this guy um he's made the tournament a couple of times he he recruits south carolina players you know, like <laughs> he knows the area. Yeah. And uh and he's gonna make the tournament this year. He was twenty three and nine the year that the postseason was canceled. Uh so, could have made it that year. Oh, well, it's all about winning was, your he, conference tournament. He, he, was, he was your the conference com- tournament. He was the conference regular season champ. Uh that I guarantees though, you an NIT and if you win your tournament, you I, get he, in. I do not believe that the conference tournament had happened. Gotcha. Uh he then went thirteen and thirteen last season, but has bounced back and is sixteen and two currently. That's my number two.
1: All right, now we come to an agreement with our number yeah. one pick, and let's talk about the background of this guy. This guy has coached in the SEC before, yep. has a track record, yep. kind of bombed out after, you know, I think he was, well, he was there for like 11
0: years at Ole Miss. If, if Frank Martin had not gone to the Final Four, he was more successful than Frank Martin. Obviously, that's a big if, right. you, you know, but but just like uh, this coach is Andy Kennedy. So okay. he was
1: at Ole Miss for 12-plus seasons, around 12 seasons. He, he only made the tournament twice, twice, but he has a lot of NITs
0: in there. A lot of NITs in there, and he and he made the tournament twice in his last like five years.
1: And what I like about this guy is we can get him. Yeah, he he has previous experience as a head coach, and he has UAB in the top fifty in the net and the
0: number one yeah, team in conference I, USA. I, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna make the tournament with UAB this year. And show. he's
1: a Frank guy. He coached with Frank as an assistant at Cincinnati under Bob yeah. Huggins. Yeah.
0: So, so that would make him a Bob Huggins guy. He's Fair enough. A, yeah,
1: but he's in the family ballpark of coaches.
0: Yeah, of Frank. But so anyway, so right off the bat, this so do you is, think anyone listening to the podcast would be okay with Andy Kennedy? I hope people would be okay with Andy Kennedy. I hope, tweet at us and
1: let us know your yeah, thoughts. Yeah, if, on if that. you
0: don't like Andy Kennedy, let us know. This is obviously there are other guys that. Oh, that there's are, a lot more coaches that are, are more exciting than right. Andy Kennedy. But I think Andy Kennedy is the perfect hire to move on from Frank he has built a program that that met, that got to an NCAA tournament level in the SEC, right? He then I believe got fired.
1: He did after a 11 and 16 year in 2017-18. Yeah,
0: but but he was only like 2 years removed from the NCAA tournament, right? And he had two seasons off before UAB picked him up. And then he also Andy Kennedy, fantastic college basketball analyst. Some might say the best. He, he, when he was when on he SEC was on SC network, network, he was great. He was great, uh,
1: and we love a nice personality. And may, I don't. He might be get mad South, at. You. He South, might get mad at your players, but he's not going to scream at them South, till they cry. Like South play. Carolina basketball fans
0: love a good personality as a head coach. Well, Spurrier made it you know pretty strong here. Uh, he will be. He has some of the vibes. That uh, that like you, you know, like just just nice guy, like like likable guy, right? You know, th- th- I realize this is a comparison of coaching, and so I'm going to do this one time. Okay, he he's got a little of a Shane Beamer personality. The, like the things that people like about Shane Beamer's personality, Andy Kennedy has always struck me as having that about his personality.
1: Interesting point. D-
0: d- like like does that make sense? Yeah. Like, like some of the the non football related things that people like about Shane Beamer's personality, Andy Kennedy strikes me as similar. And I think both of us just
1: went off the rails. We talked about a sport that's not Gamecock basketball.
0: I was making a comparison to to coaching Fair basketball. Enough. We got Fair there enough. loosely. Yeah. But, but, hey,
1: Andy Kennedy is our pick. And, you know, again, we might not have to get into it if also, Frank makes the tournament. But if
0: we don't, also Andy we, Kennedy we, would we, be a realistic we absolutely reserve the right to change this pick. At any time. At any time. Uh, There's no rules here. We're only halfway through the season, and, you know, Frank might save his job. We want Frank to save his job. Would you agree with that? Sure. We want Make to go the to the tournament. We, I want to win every game that we play. Yeah, we want to go to the NCAA tournament, and we want Frank to save his job. I want to watch Eric Stevenson in an NCAA tournament game. That would be a very, very fun thing to do. Hopefully that game would be somewhere in the Southeast and I might even be able to go to it.
1: Anyway, let's talk about the women. Yeah. The women, what'd they do this week?
0: They, they did what the women do.
1: So, you know, we placed Yukon with Ole Miss. That was number 24 ranked. Yeah. And we beat them the ninth te- ranked team that we've beaten this year. And we took it to them. What are your thoughts on the Ole Miss game? It looked like they only had that one center
0: and after that, they had nobody that can comp- compete with this team. I loved, I loved not playing UConn and playing them. I loved it. And I'm, that I, same
1: night, Tennessee loses to the worst team in the conference, losing I, record Auburn.
0: I, I loved it because because if this Ole Miss team had won the conference and been the number one seed in the conference. Like, like they would have just been like, oh, look at us, da, 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 all this, all because yeah, if we don't play that
1: game, you and, know, and, and Ole they, Miss it, or Tennessee could have beaten us,
0: right? In the rankings, uh, in the in the tournament. Well, because see, we at least would controlled our destiny with Tennessee still, right? But but with Ole Miss, we didn't. If Ole Miss won the rest of the SEC of their SEC games, they would have had us by a half a game. And I loved Don's swagger of just saying, "No, you're not the best team in the SEC." We're going to not play UConn, and we're going to show you that you're not the best team in the SEC, and we did. And primetime ESPN, 6 o'clock. Oh, yeah. It was nice to have a nice audience to see us
1: pushed another, push another ranked team around is what we did. Yeah, another ranked team.
0: The, the, so the their, ad, Shakira the, the
1: Austin was their top, projected top five pick, six five center. We kind of kept her in check. She had 15, but no one else on their team did anything.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And you know what Boston did? Double-double machine. At that time... It was Boston's thirteenth, I believe. Thirteenth, yeah. So th- we take care of Ole Miss, and we go into at Florida today. Yeah. And I felt bad for Florida. You know, I did. you know when we play teams in the SEC that aren't ranked, you're yeah. like this. Oh, it's gonna get ugly. I said, yeah. you know, Missouri beat us. Hey, yeah. on the road, but at home, when we're playing SEC teams that aren't ranked, we took it to them.
0: 19-3 at the end of the first how, quarter. How much fun is it, just cheering for a team that can just take it to every team in the SEC that we just can't stand? Like how, <laughs> like how much fun? How much fun is it just, just like noon on a noon on a Sunday? You know, turn, like turning the game on and just being like, let's let's just watch Dodd just take it to Florida. And Florida was in the standings. They were
1: third or fourth in the standings behind Ole Miss, Tennessee, and us. And Now, don't get me wrong. I think they kind of played better than us in the second half. But we win 62-50, but it was closer than it should have been. We didn't play well offensively in the second half. But, hey, we get the win. Boston gets her 14th double-double in a row. And the record in a row is 19. So, she's getting close. She had a 19 rebound, 13 point game. Not a great offensive game overall for Carolina today, but we get the win. Cook has 11, but it's really Cook in Boston. Yeah, so So that's kind of all we needed. We kind of cruised down in the fourth quarter, get the win.
0: It's good to see Cook back. It's good this week. And she looks healthy. I don't think she played last week, and so we haven't done a pod since she's since she. But she was back for Ole Miss. Yeah, and and uh, she she looks healthy. She looked healthy in this game. It was good to see her get some minutes. And uh, and and look good and look healthy. And the women
1: are the first team in women's basketball to twenty wins, twenty into one.
0: Yeah, and because c- like down the stretch, I, b- I believe in Boston against anybody. I believe in Destiny Henderson against anybody. Like like if if we're gonna talk about your th- your three players that need to show up, right? Like we're gonna need Cook down the stretch.
1: Cook Henderson Boston down yeah, the stretch.
0: Yeah, but but just like I, I I believe that Boston and Henderson will be there. Cook has been there. She was there last year. You, you, you know, like I, I don't want to anybody to think I'm discrediting Cook, but it's good to see that this injury hasn't sidelined her and that she's going to get back to where that she's got a shot of getting back to you know where she was at the start of the season.
1: So the women play Thursday night at home against Alabama, and then on the road at Kentucky, who was ranked earlier in the year, and they're kind of going through a losing yeah. trend
0: there. But anyway, two winnable games this it week for the ladies coming feels, up. Feels like. SEC play, and it might just be that the teams just really, really good. But it it feels like SEC, the rest of the SEC is kind of a little down this year than they used to be. You, or am I just, or are we just, or we just, well, are we just? They good? still,
1: there's still four or five ranked teams, but they're not. I think it's just us and Tennessee, and then a few ranked teams, and then it's dropped off. Yeah. But hey, we only play Alabama. On Thursday, we actually have off Sunday. Kentucky would be the following Thursday, so only right. one game to renew or talk about next week. All right. But hey, we didn't do one thing this week. We forgot about a uh, modern expert, see, modern exterminating. We know what bugs you bugging us this week. What was it? Did you have one? I don't. I, I, it was a pretty good week. Like it's hard to have complaints. I'll tell you, when you're four now between
0: th- th- the men and women. Th- th- the first halves from the men. You know, just like getting down by double yeah, digits to teams you shouldn't be. We got to cut that out, or it's because we're not to We we've had three of these second half runs in a row.
1: We need to be shooting free throws better. Yes, and there it is. There it is. Oh, it's always yeah, free throws. Yeah. <laughs> but first half starts yeah. and free throws. Those are two things that's bugging us this week.
0: Moderate, yes, uh, first half starts and free throws. And, no one's gonna fight us on and, those. And I believe hot takes. that I, I believe the free throw shooting has you know the has the pole position here to be the modern exterminating we know what bugs you of the season for us. Well
1: we're we're last in the SEC in turnovers and we're last in free throw percentage. So we just gotta improve. Sound good?
0: I mean I mean only one way to go but up. <laughs> <laughs> only one way to go but can't up. lower our standards any lower. We could we can't lower the percentage though. We could <laughs> lower the percentage. Are you talking
1: LaKeem Jackson low? I, I We for, have a few
0: guys on this team shooting nine, in the 30s, not for 20 woods, getting close to LaKeem Jackson low. Just just putting that out there. So, we'll, scheduling update, obviously we're going to do another pod next weekend. Right. Um so we've got Mississippi State Tuesday night. Yep, at, at Mississippi, Mississippi State. State,
1: Tennessee at home, and and then I'll, one women's game.
0: I'll tell you what, we beat Mississippi State Tuesday night. We
1: might have a pod getting hyped for that Tennessee game. Yeah, coming up b-
0: because because uh, if 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 we beat if we beat Mississippi State Tuesday night. Then going ten and eight, 11 and seven, in SEC play is a real thing. It's 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 in play, and we might throw in a podcast midweek just to mid-week. talk about it. Midweek just to talk about it because if we beat the, the Tennessee game, will be exciting. If we roll in to having Tennessee at home on a four game stretch, with two of those wins being at being on the road against Mississippi State and A M, the, the the Tennessee game, the, we have a chance to turn the season around this week. I don't. I don't want to be too. I don't want to like. You can't get too high. Can't get too low. But 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 this this is the the most important week of the season for the Carolina men's basketball team. Let's just win. Sound good. Two and zero. Let's let's be two and zero on Sunday, man. Oh man. I'll I'll be in a happy place. We we will not. It might be hard to catch a rally towel with a little bit more people in attendance. Hopefully, us talking about about replacing Frank Martin. Might uh, go away. Like, like, uh, you start keep winning like inspires him to go to, and know, this week. Ooh, he might yeah. be listening to the pod. We're hyping yeah, him up. Getting, getting a little mad at us. Ooh. Maybe he's going to yell about that Gamecock basketball only pod to tell us about all his winning seasons. All
1: right. Sumter, tell the, the, the listeners where they can get back at us. In uh, social media. If, land. if
0: you disagreed with any of our takes that we had, or if you want to throw out a coaching candidate that, that is on your list or send us any other questions that you have, um, Hit us up on the pod, on, on Twitter, excuse me. Hit us up on the Twitter at GBO underscore pod. And uh, hit us up on Gmail. At- only at gmail.com.
1: There you go. All right. It's been another fun episode. I like doing these podcasts when we win. It's
0: fun. It's a lot more fun than we lose. All right, guys. Have a good week. Go Cocks. GBO out.